Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dawn of X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the best books in the X-Men line. I am your, today I am your co-host because one man, the host, the true host right now has something to gloat about. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dawn of X podcast. My name is Josh Stone and I, as your primary host, as, (laughs) as the, as the Irene as the destiny of this podcast, I foretold <laughs> this day would come. And what is this day? My co-host, Nick Joseph, what is this day? The day we find out that Miss Marvel herself is returning, but as a mutant. That's right. It is July 14, 2023. And as foretold on this very podcast, uh, the Don of X podcast, for as long as it is named, <laughs> We we called it. We called you heard it here first, folks. We called it Miss Marvel coming back. Oh, and just now, hot off the presses, I'm seeing the costume for the first time too. Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan herself, is coming back as a mutant. I believe also as an inhuman. I think she might be coming back as a as a hybrid. Um, Is that what they're doing? Okay, I think I I saw. Um, But yes, the thing, and again. Am I a genius for seeing this coming? Of course, one hundred percent. Am I? Am I the smartest person? A in humble this... genius. I, what? A humble genius. Uh, am I? Am I a handsome humble genius? Yes, yes, I am. But who the fuck couldn't have seen this coming? Though, of course, this is what's going to happen. They made her a mutant on the fucking TV show. Corporate synergy. <laughs> like we got actors and writers on strike right now because. Disney owns every fucking IP has turned every fucking thing into quote unquote content. They own all of these characters and have streamlined it all into just content. Yes. That we consume. And it just makes them filthy rich. Of course, they're going to put this shit in line. And Bob Iger needs more money, baby. Fuck Bob Iger. Anyway, 100%. um... That's the title of the episode. (laughs) Um, I do think it's funny because people forget. I think it was like 2018, maybe. The Inhumans are basically dead for the good. Most part. Not I good. I didn't realize There's that. Some, but there were some great books. But Donnie Cates did a book called "The Death of the Inhumans." Donnie Cates, especially. I've never read a single word he's written, but he's right now. If we did a favorite writer of the week, <laughs> favorite writer of the week, hands um, down. his uh, his Venom run is the best Venom run you'll ever. I read. don't think. I don't think I'm ever going to read another Venom book in my life. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm seeing, ladies and gentlemen, weed is legal in Maryland right now. Um, <laughs> so I'm seeing all of these fucking Venom books out. We got a Venom verse now going on. We've got well, Donny Cates' run is over. You like, can read. I I might. Do I have the omnibus? There's an omnibus, but like it's a contained story and it's amazing. Like his I, I run guess- is the definitive Venom run, hundred percent. It's it's insane to me. Like I, I just I I know I, I'm an old man and I'm like, it's change. I don't like it. But I'm like, it's change and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but that is what it is. <laughs> but it's what it is. I'm being honest at least about it. But no, it, I, I, I I'm glad it's bringing in fans. I'm glad there are people who are enjoying it. Yeah. Um. So also part of the news of Miss Marvel coming back the actress who plays her is co-writing the new comic. How fucking incredible is that synergy too? It that, is 
it's great, that but she's also was not a big foretold. That was no. not foretold on this podcast. But it's funny because she has shown she is a huge comic nerd. She is. Does a that big mean nerd. she can write? I have no idea. But hopefully, and I, I, no idea either. But I did see somewhere that she refuses to call the MCU six one six. Yeah, because that's the comic big old nerd. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. I and love technically, that. across the Spider Verse, kind of confirmed the same thing. That what? That the MCU, because there's a part where um, Spider Man 2099 he refers to the MCU as Universe 1.9999999, something like that. Because he references the kid with Doctor Strange messing with the multiverse, mm. which of course is the MCU, and he referred to that. So they are not the 616 based off everyone outside of the actual movie. <laughs> well. Sure. Listen, it's you the know, multiverse, baby. It's the most popular thing right now. That's apparently annoying everyone now, too. Well, you fucking you fuck around and you find out, right? I think that's what's happening. I think well, there's people... a lot of multiverse fatigue, but when you think about it, there's only been three Marvel projects that actually have to do with the multiverse: Loki, Doctor Strange, No Way Home. Um. I feel like WandaVision was a little bit, no? Not really. They never touched the multiverse. Yeah, she was just a pocket. She made like a little pocket dimension. Yeah. When you really think, even though this is the multiverse saga, only three projects actually have to do with it. Even in Ant-Man and and Quantumania, it didn't really have the multiverse. Yeah, it did. It did. did. It talked about all the different Kangs and all the different fucking versions of Kangs and shit. It alluded to, but like as an actual central plot. It it was another dimension. Wait, did you watch it? You did? I did, because it was on oh. Disney Plus, and it wasn't three fucking hours. And I was That's like, true. Yeah, I actually liked it. I don't like the other movies. I liked that one. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I hate yeah. the other... I mean, I don't want to say hate. I like... I think the first one's fine. I I don't like the second one. I, I enjoyed this one. <clears throat> I like the first one because it's Iron Man with, with Paul Rudd, and, that, yeah. and that's funny. <laughs> yeah. But the second one, I don't think is a good movie. And no, then, the second one is hands down a garbage movie. <laughs> yeah. And then the third one, when everyone shit on it, I watched it. I'm like, I actually kind of enjoyed this. It was weird. I didn't, I, I didn't hate it, but it was definitely like, okay. The ending, you can tell they redid the ending. Oh, yeah. You can. It's, it's painfully obvious, and I feel like I would have liked it more with the original ending. I don't know what the original ending was supposed to be. I mean, we're going to spoil a little bit of Quantumania because it's been out. It's been out for a long time. Whatever. It's, been, it's on Disney Plus, baby. Exactly. Um, Originally, Ant-Man was going to get trapped and then die. And that was going to... And the daughter was going to warn everyone about Kang coming. That's cool, the, man. Right? And the stakes are more real because he just killed Ant-Man. So what's going on with Kang right now? The actor. Listen, uh, I I have, or I guess the property. I know what's going on with the actor. I, well, I guess I don't know what's going on with the actor. I'm of two minds because obviously, if you don't know, Jonathan Majors is supposed to be, he is Kang. He's still going to be in season two of you Loki. Can't take that from him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to a degree. Um. Oh, can't we? Yeah. We're Marvel, he's, baby. he's still Kang in season two of Loki because they filmed it a long time ago. Oh, true. Yeah, and he's that, like the that is great news. For Loki's hair. <laughs> um, so like from what I understand, they haven't made anything official. I think they're pulling a hey, let's see if this blows over, basically. So they're pulling an Ezra Miller. Which is dangerous. 
Well, thankfully, it's not as bad as Ezra Miller, but like, it's not. Uh, yeah, the, but I was yeah, okay. I wasn't trying to compare the accusation. No, no, no. It, it um, doesn't matter anyway. Bad is bad. But when it comes to reality, from what I understand, he's now suing the woman that accused him, and. I thought it was funny because Rolling Stones had this whole big article about Jonathan Majors. And it's like the real Jonathan Majors. I read the article. All it did was say, like, we talked to five girlfriends and they all said he's kind of an asshole sometimes. Not abuse, not verbal abuse, not any of this shit. It was just a lot of like, he gets angry sometimes and acts like an asshole and then leaves. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, so are we going to like crucify every actor who's secretly an asshole? Because I'm pretty sure we're going to have to like, really cut the block of a few of them i know so like all right so are are we gonna live in a world where everyone who's just kind of a dick boyfriend is also unemployable now yeah that's what i'm saying like from what we understand the allegation baby let me be honest with you i'm never yeah. gonna job <laughs> exactly but from what i understand with the allegations the the woman recanted which of course does not always mean nothing that doesn't happened. mean shit yeah it doesn't mean shit this guy's rich and powerful and she's whoever she is she could have got convinced to recant whatever. So like, but from what I understand, that's been investigated and nothing's come out in months. So like, I feel like personally, I need something more concrete because it seems like he was just an asshole. And apparently he's the one who called the police on her. But when the cops that's got there, shit though too, man, is it? Okay. Maybe that's shit. But like when the cops got there, like, well, she's like, well, he hit me and they immediately arrested him. And then she's like, well, he didn't. We were just fighting. And I was like, well, that's different. Now it becomes a he said, she said. So I'm like, can we not destroy a guy's career until we get, like, all the facts? But he's also black, so it's a lot easier to throw him away. Sadly. This is what it is in Hollywood. I mean. But on the flip side of that, for anyone who's seen Guardians 3, I'm sorry. Let's just say, uh, uh, not Kang, um... High evolutionary. High evolutionary. Let's just say he was a variant because he's phenomenal in that fucking movie. But you could also just be like, well, you see, Kang can be defeated by large ants, but the high evolutionary can't. So he's better. So he's our new big bad guy. Well, also the the fun thing about the multiverse is you can just say this Kang looks different and he's the main one. Yeah. You can get a different actor and I mean, be like, that's what this Kang looks like. I mean, I wonder if they could be gearing up to do something similar to that because some other piece of, of film information came out this week. Uh, and that was uh, footage from, or I guess stills, from uh, Deadpool 3, right? And that's going to be another yes. multiverse. Yes, that that is multiverse. We even know Owen that? Wilson. You see that? I'm being the host. Look at me go. Look at that. Look at that. Good for I you. can do this. <laughs> um owen wilson also said he's in the movie playing mobius um, oh interesting okay well remember the last one ended with deadpool playing with uh the time travel device from cable That's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. so i guess the tva would be like can you stop can so you they're involved somehow way? yeah what was that can you not do that wade yeah exactly so but we did get the picture and anytime a studio puts out these pictures, it's because they're going to film outside and they know people are going to take pictures. So they want to control the narrative and be like, check it out. Here's Hugh Jackman. He's back. He's for the first time. He's in the suit. He's in a classic he's in the suit. yellow suit. OK, so I have a few opinions. I think it was great. I mean, fantastic. I have mixed feelings with him coming back in general. That's neither here or there because he's back. But people flipping the 
fuck out because he didn't have or because he had sleeves. Guess what? Hugh Jackman is what? 50 something. He doesn't want to work out like that anymore. And when you do reshoots, he doesn't have to worry about having jacked arms. Simple as that it is the easiest fix. You're going to have to live with it, man. You're going to have to live with it, everybody. Like, if you really want Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine, that's what it is. So he doesn't have to take steroids and get all jacked up. And the stunt double doesn't have to be jacked up either. But I got good news for you. What's up? That probably does mean that when we do see a main universe Wolverine eventually, maybe they will, for a time, not have sleeves because it will probably be a younger, a younger person yeah. who's like, oh, I just signed this four film contract, so I have to stay buff for the next four years. How funny would it be if they give him the brown costume? I would love it. Oh, right. At least at first, that, I like that one. Yeah. For one movie, give him the brown costume. I, I would. I'd be down with that. But like no, it is. Funny. It is really. What cool. if they fucking introduce the Wolverine of our universe in a Hulk movie? <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool. Wouldn't they that be dope? The again, they do own the rights to Hulk officially, don't they? So, yeah. so listener, if you're if you're new to the origins of of character, like the character Wolverine, he actually first debuted in uh, uh, a Hulk comic. Yes, he was a. Uh, I think it was, I guess it was an assassin to try and kill the Hulk. I believe so. He was a Canadian assassin or some shit like that. I don't Just know. Just like it, how Sabretooth was, was. Yeah, it was nowhere near what this character is now. By the way, <laughs> like you, no, no. So like originally Sabretooth was a Iron Fist villain and he was like pretty skinny. Yeah. So it's funny when these guys pop up originally in something totally different and it's like, oh, we can use them. He's a fucking mutant now. So just so people freak out about Miss Marvel, they've always done this. They make it convenient and now they're a mutant. Yeah. I don't even know what Wanda is anymore. I don't know. We're And we're not going to know. We're not going to know. Until they decide. Until they decide that we're not going to know. Um. Yeah, I I it was stupid as fuck to see, honestly. Yeah. And I and I loved it. Uh it was it was goofy. I have incredible mixed feelings about our first Disney mutants being Deadpool. Um it's apparently legally they have to do it like this. They apparently legally can't cast anyone new based off the previous Fox contracts. They can't cast anyone new until 2025. We're pretty much there. Like, yeah. But I guess to keep the IP relevant, but also allegedly this is going to be like a celebration of Fox era Marvel. Like the scoop is like everyone from the original cast is going to be involved in this movie somehow, either yeah. a cameo and then apparently Elektra and Daredevil are going to pop up. The The guaranteed one's Electra, but allegedly yeah. Ben Affleck was seen on set or flying can, to set. Can you imagine if they do a scene together, what that would be like right now? That's probably, awkward, but yeah. Pretty awkward, right? Like That's, that's that Disney money talking. <laughs> Disney um, money will make you hang out with your ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Jesus. <laughs> make him drink again. Um, oh, shots fired at when he was a good actor. Um... <laughs> So, um, <laughs> yeah, weed's legal yeah. in Maryland. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not in down- Florida. Yeah, and, and what I, but it is for you. Um, so <laughs> what I am excited about is getting a chance to rewatch some of these Fox movies again. Yeah, and, and revisit them as a you know, 
because when they were like originally came out it wasn't like i was actively keeping up with the x-men comics like i i was just a big fan from yeah forever so having like done as much deep diving as we've done over the last couple years in the x-men i don't think i've really taken the time to go and watch like especially some of the later ones like the new the first class ones since then yes I've probably watched the newer ones more and like I can say first class is still fantastic. Yeah. And same with days of future pass after that. It's, um, it's yeah. interesting. I like uh, there's parts of apocalypse. I really like, and there's parts I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. The, same goes the beginning, the beginning of apocalypse is such a good movie. Oh yeah. And then like just the, the magneto of it all. <laughs> yeah it is basically where the destined family yeah like it's like what is this shit this should be (laughs) just make this about apocalypse what is like (sighs) so i from what i can tell from the internet other than lack of being sleeveless people seem pretty hyped and like it's when it comes to financial like financially this is a guaranteed slam dunk people already love deadpool even though i'm personally not the biggest fan of deadpool 2 a lot of people either a lot of I, people still love it. I I don't. I yeah. I'm with you. I'm not a big fan of the fucking Deadpool character, but I guarantee you, I'll be at that goddamn movie theater. Oh sure, and if they play on my and nostalgia, I don't go to the movie theater anymore. Yeah. but if they play on nostalgia, if they tell you you're gonna see fucking James Mar- Masters. You're gonna put again. You're gonna see you're gonna put, again. You're gonna put Fumka Jean and fucking uh, Sasha. What's her yeah, or what's What's her name? What's the Thanks. fucking no? <laughs> Who played Jean? It the, the chick from Game of Thrones, Sophie Turner. Oh, Sophie Turner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can have scene with them together. Why not? Like, like you're telling me you're gonna? I'm gonna have two Jeans in one movie. I have and a what big if, feeling. And what if they bring in? I don't want them to touch Logan. I don't want them to touch Logan. But what if they bring in fucking Laura? I've heard rumors all, of that too. All grown up. Like, I would like it if they bring anything from that universe, it would be really cool if X23 from that universe. Her name is, is Laura. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a character of X23, bringing her into the main universe would be really cool because, like, we never got to see more of her. And she's like an adult now. What if in the actual Marvel cinematic universe of the X Men, what if Laura is our Wolverine? That would be awesome. What if I we think- don't have a fucking Logan? I could see half the internet getting pissed and half being like, well, I loved Logan. And that's continue. That's like honoring the legacy of Logan, you know? Yeah. So like I, I could see it going both ways, but like, if this movie's going to be a celebration, I could easily seeing it as like, Oh, the reason the timeline never made sense in any of these fucking movies is because Wade Deadpool. was fucking with everything. Deadpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It totally makes sense that he kept time jumping and it kept messing up the reality of the X-Men universe. And it yeah. I mean, that was, that was the entire purpose of like, they didn't even need to make this movie. Just the entire, just by saying that at the end of Deadpool two, you're like, Oh, that's why, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. you're just like, Oh, okay. So I mean, that could be interesting. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. All right. That um, is your X news. That's your let's X news. Some- so guys, we're starting off coming back from a little bit of hiatus. Cause life things happen. Um, we are starting back with X-Men 23. We kick it off with Dr. Stasis Sinister basically having a nice little dinner with his family that he immediately kills. 
because he clones his family and kills them after every dinner. That's what he did. Yeah, we've seen him do that before, too. Yes. We've seen him do that before. At his old house. Yep. Um, but then this time's a little different because, and I keep forgetting her actual name. Mother Righteous. Mother Righteous. Thank you. Sorry. I keep what saying, do you call her? I can call her Mother Superior. What's that from? I don't know. It, but sound, I do it know sounds familiar, you, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I keep thinking Mother Superior, which is some other sci-fi or comic thing. I just can't remember what it is. But Mother Righteous. Um, basically, I get, did we already know this? That she... Nope. If we okay, did, good. I didn't see it. Okay. She is the wife of the original Nathaniel Essex, or at least is based off of the wife, his original wife. And we now get to get kind of a peek because she's talking to, I guess you can call it her brother basically clarifying that you are not the original sinister all right so stop acting like you are but also kind of give him the lay of the land of like there's someone out there above us i want you to stay the fuck out my way okay so you said brother that's actually like technically it's that it's actually his wife no no i'm saying no the original nathaniel that would yeah. make her yes. oh okay I see what you're okay, okay yeah but as clones, they you can call them brothers, I guess, brothers and sisters, because they're clones. Yes, but we just learned that Mother Righteous is a clone of Sinister's wife. Yes, so I'm saying like on a, not on a genetic related. level, she has Sinister DNA. I guess technically she does. Yes. Yeah. So she's based off that, which yeah, huge revelation. And basically telling this this version of Sinister, Dr. Stasis, one, stop doing this. Stop killing me and our son every day. She fucking punches him in the nuts, dude. Yeah, like, we're not doing that shit anymore. And also, I'm playing my own game. Stay the fuck out of my way. And Stasis is like, wouldn't it be better if we all worked together? <laughs> no. We're not doing that. And when he, like... Uh agrees to like stop fucking cloning them and killing them he's like but darling you know i hate to eat alone like (laughs) what a fucking psychopath psychopath especially understanding i mean our our sinister with the diamond hasn't accepted this seemingly but dr stasis seems to understand he's not the original and accept i think he i think he thinks he is the original you think so yeah oh yeah no he definitely thinks he's the original everyone else is clones yeah, I guess so. Um, it came off to me like he's reluctant, but he knows the truth. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe like see, maybe outwardly he's saying it, but yeah, maybe secretly he does. He does. He is starting to crack a little bit. Yeah, um, I do think I'm still leaning towards the original sinister. The real one is the one in Dominion. I could, yeah, I could see that. You know, so cut to back to the city. I'm assuming New York because. Oh yeah, it says New York. Um, we have a fire happening at a big apartment building, and a big hand crashes through, and it's an Iron Man-looking Sentinel. So Stark technology mixed with a Sentinel, and it's helping people, but its old programming is still there, and it sees that one of the firemen, I'm assuming, is secretly a mutant. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't take it as like it was defective. Yeah, it was Holt, mutant detected. No, yeah. it very much is like, oh, no, it's doing what it's programmed to do. Yeah, so it's still doing that. So the X-Men come help. And Cyclops, for some reason, is in his 90s gear. Dude. Do we know why? 
No, other than like he broke up with Gene. And so he's like, I'm going to wear my old clothes. Like break up with Gene. He should wear like his astonishing X-Men clothes when he was but, like banging Emma. But Forge is also in his 90s clothes. Yeah, well, his matches like it's pretty similar. Forge. Yeah, that belt still seems very much more in 90s. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's an interesting choice when you have '90s '90s and then modern modern. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, and I to me, it's still the story being told is uh, Scott's going through something right now. Yeah, for sure. Especially when we get to a little more in the Immortal X Men book, but like he's going through a breakup and the death of a friend. Wait, who died? Uh, Miss Marvel. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, if you don't okay. know, the younger version of Cyclops dated Miss Marvel in the Champions comic. So, when that version went back to the past, current Cyclops kept all the memories. So, in his memories, he used to be in love with Miss Marvel. That's creepy. It's weird. It's fucking weird. <laughs> and he acknowledges it's weird. It's not his choice. His younger self did it. But it's a thing. So, like, when she dies, when we get to Immortal X Men, he talks to Emma about it. Like, he's missing his. Or actually, was it this book? Sorry. It's this book. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. this book actually. Yeah. So we'll get to that more so later. So in the meantime, they're fighting this Stark technology. Stark uh, Sentinel. Stark Sentinel. Yeah. And they're doing their thing that you would think they would be doing. And you see Gene, and Gene's kind of like, "This is still my job, so I'm here." I don't have to stop being here because my man's being an asshole. Like, whatever. And <laughs> my favorite part in this book, maybe, when Sink is like, oh, I'll use magnetic power to fuck with it. And he's like, oh, no, it's anti-magnetism. And it just crushes him. It just smashes him like a fucking bug. Like, his bone is literally sticking out of his <laughs> it's knee. So cur- it's so disgusting. Like, and fucking instead of like letting instead of dying and not getting resurrected, which is very good right now. Yeah. Um, Laura like makes him sync up with her so that he can use her healing power with his like last dying breath and like his own mutant power basically saves his life by like it's fucking crazy. He basically sits there in pain. Regenerating. I'd be like, let me die. I'm gonna be right? resurrected. Like, <laughs> I, but like, but then you come back with maybe a little bit of sinister, dude. But they don't know that, from what I understand. I feel like I feel like Sink might know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Gene might know, which means we're gonna. I think we're gonna find out that Sink also somehow just kind of like knows what the other people whose powers he keeps drawing on know. I do wonder if they're going to be more evolutions of his powers where like he can just use everything. Like, he becomes a god. Like he can just because like he power. can just use Jean's power now wherever she he just remembers how to do the telekinesis. So like yeah. maybe he also knows other shit about her. Yeah, maybe. Um. So then. But also real magic. quick, when you were like when you were like Jean, I'm just I'm doing I, ha- I have to do my job. That's in direct response to magic asking you going to let it stump Scott. <laughs> yeah. Um so speaking of magic, she gets tired of this shit and opens a gateway under the sentinel and cuts its head off when it falls through. Yeah, she does. Cuz she's a badass. And then um 
I forgot how they crushed it. Was it because of Forge? Oh no, Gene. Gene, Gene crushes it with her powers. Gene telekinesis it to death. Yeah. And basically they're like, I wonder how many of those there are. And Forge is like, you don't want to know. It's not it's not good. Um, the answer is too many. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we cut to Orcus basically doing a little meeting, like, all right, let's see how that went, you know? Because apparently Orcus is giving these machines to help the firefighters, to help the people. <laughs> yep. So there's going to be a few of these walking around for your safety. Yep. Nothing to do with mutants. It's just for your safety. Oh, and yeah. This whole thing is them starting a whole PR campaign against mutants. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, we have Emma kind of laying the rules for Kingpin. Like, all right. Oh, wait, no, we can't skip over what happens here, though. What so, um, uh, Dr. Stasis mentions that his, uh, that he's gotten locations, he's receiving signals from the machines inside their teleporter, and their teleporter here is a picture of magic. So, they either, Either she sent that thing to Limbo and that's where they're receiving signals from, meaning they have technology now in fucking Limbo. Oh. Or they have trackers inside Ileana somehow. Mm, And if that's the case, is that the legacy virus? Because I didn't go to all that. Yeah, I don't know. Because Ileana was the first person to die of the legacy virus and the legacy virus if if for for those not who might not remember in maybe including my co-host is um i know what the legacy virus is i know that. Okay, I, okay. I just didn't catch but, that from this but yeah because the because here's where here's what made me start thinking about it because the, the legacy virus is a mutation of the phalanx oh i didn't know that so if the and the phalanx is really involved in like with Nimrod and all that shit, like, but they're not, and they just they just remember they just they kidnapped Warlock recently, so they have that shit. They have the phalanx now. So like, did they just create the legacy virus again? Is basically what I'm wondering, or yeah. at some point in when Ileana was resurrected at whatever point was the legacy virus still in her somehow and they're just like they just have access to it because of their their new access to warlock i imagine when this whole fall of x really kicks off it's going to be an attack on all fronts every front they could imagine that is going to be the theme of the rest of this episode is there are too many plots happening right now a little bit, yes. Because there's a lot because not only not only did I just spend however long going over a a theory from one single panel but then <laughs> a panel and a ha- two panels later or the next panel i don't remember oh the next panel is they're basically saying and what about marvel girl did we get her and they're like no and nimrod's like oh leave the omega to me so they're trying to kidnap gene yeah that is definitely interesting like they have some kind of plan because they know she's a heavy hitter obviously it's fucking it's gene gray so there's gonna be but something. I, I've been feeling like there's something. I mean, we got the Jean Grey mini coming up. Yeah, 
we've got we've got this split right now with Scott. The if I remember correctly, the Phoenix has left Echo in the Mar in in the comics now, right? Yeah, the end of the Jason Aaron run. Yeah, yeah. So the Phoenix is is unattached right now. What I've got a quick image of like Phoenix Sinister or something like that. Oh my god! But what if Gene becomes the Phoenix again? If any era does another Phoenix saga, I feel like it would. It's be good. It's going to be the one that is basically all you need to know about this era is Claremont X-Men and Grant Morrison X-Men and then maybe a little bit of random 90s shit like the Legacy Virus, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And like a literal like the fall of X leads to the rebirth. Which and what is a rebirth if not the Phoenix? No, exactly. So no? maybe it's possible. Anyway, um, so the very next page, as we before we get on to Kingpin, was that Orcus Doctor Stasis precisely wrote an op-ed in the Daily Bugle, probably. I don't fucking oh, all major newspapers, a yeah. paid op-ed to run across the country. Basically, how great are our Stark Sentinels? They're here to help you, but those filthy mutants came and attacked us. So <laughs> no mut- reason. Mutants are bad. Uh. More from us later. Bye. <laughs> uh, then we have Emma telling Fisk that, hey, yes, your wife is a mutant, so you are allowed here, but please be cool. Don't start shit. And for anyone reading the Daredevil book, it's very prominent within the book that he can't help it. He, he can't really can't. Yeah, he he's can't help himself. Like All it will take, it's kind of like Batman Joker, all it will take is Wilson Fisk seeing a news article or a video of Daredevil doing something in New York, and he's going to get that itch again. And he's going to be like, I want to crush that motherfucker's skull. Like the, the Daredevil book is so good, but one of my favorite parts in it is when, so I guess a while ago during Mark Wade's run, when everyone knew who Daredevil was, he used the purple man's powers across the world. So everyone forget that Matt Murdock is Daredevil. When, kingpin realized that he went fucking insane (laughs) he realized he was manipulated by daredevil he lost his shit that's funny and it was amazing so like i can only imagine what he's really playing and of course um they're all kind of alluding to can't wait to see you at the gala can't wait to see what happens at the gala i know that's happening every book ends with Okay, see you at the gala. Like, so everything's gonna happen at the gala. Great. Yeah. Um. So this last page kind of made me sad because everyone knows I love the pairing of Scott and Emma, but this really felt like, hey, my girlfriend. Um, we're not really boyfriend girlfriend anymore. How you been, by the way? It's been like a minute. Scott's such a fucking <laughs> Scott. So. Scott is the like the definition of a serial monogam. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, he, a little bit sometimes. He cannot like, help, like the way he's he comes off. Like the way he comes off in this really feels like ah, hi hi. Oh my god, it's been it's been so long. Oh, I haven't seen you lately. We've lost touch. <laughs> like, remember the good dude, times? dude you've seen her like every day and chose not to talk to her so like and and he comes there he comes to greet her in like his fucking like short shorts and fucking like 
unbuttoned shirt <laughs> and like, hey, I'm just hanging at the beach. What's what's going on? And she even calls him out on it too. She's like, though I pr- I appreciate your provocative attire. That's not why. I call you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he's telling her that Miss Marvel is dead. She died in the Spider-Man comic for some reason. And basically, he's just like, shit, man. She has a family. We have our own history that we, we talked about earlier. And basically, she's like, don't worry about it. We're taking care of it already. And it's like, that's why I texted you. Like, okay, I guess they're doing what you thought they would do. <laughs> oh, dude, look, that thing you predicted is coming true. That thing... That makes so much sense is happening. And the last line where she says, I'm sorry you and Jean are having issues. There's not enough love in the world. I felt like was her way of saying, like, don't come to me either. Like, yeah. There's not enough love in the world, including I'm dealing with my own shit. That yeah, you don't, <laughs> I don't have time for this shit, which is good. I don't think I think. As I've always thought, Jean is better off alone. I don't think there is anyone in the Marvel universe, man or woman enough other than Storm, to to be with Jean. And I think if Jean is going to be with anyone long term, it probably should be Storm. So there's a few Marvel pairings I've really enjoyed and some I haven't. Like they did Peter Quill dating um, Kitty for a while. And that don't didn't like work. That. Don't care weird. for that. Um, but there's been a handful I do. Like currently Captain Marvel and War Machine have been dating for like a while now in the okay. comics and that okay. makes sense two military people sure yeah mm-hmm. um i don't know why the internet just found out about it and got real pissed uh that was a thing like two weeks ago oh really yeah but i feel like for gene there's so much baggage in the mutant community that i'd want to see her with someone else that's not a mutant and see what the dynamic is like because there's so much baggage. The only person that I've ever seen her interact with outside the mutant world to have any connection with, that any like real charm with, was probably like Misty Knight in like the late seventies, early eighties. Oh, okay, I can't like, remember. They, I feel like because they used to be son. roommates. Oh, okay. I well, I wasn't reading very much when when the young X Men were around, so I don't really know what the fuck Young Jean got up to. The other thing, Young Jean, I feel like she dated someone for a bit. I just can't remember who, because Young Angel dated uh, Laura during Laura's book when she okay. was Wolverine or like her official Wolverine book. Yeah, okay, yeah, they were dating for a while too, which was actually a nice pairing. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Like Jean, I definitely am okay with them breaking up, but like. I do want Cyclops to be happy also, but then like what's going to make him happy is I think and that's where, question. And that's what, yeah, it, I don't think Cyclops can be happy until mm-hmm. Cyclops can be alone. And happy with himself. Yeah. I don't think Cyclops can ever be happy. I think he's beyond that. I think he's too traumatized of, of a person to ever truly, truly be happy. So I think the best he can do is be still yes and, and because of the trauma too because during the time when the young x-men were around there was a cyclops book and it was his dad with kind him of kidnapping him yeah and was just like let's travel the galaxy together i can do what i never got to do with you so yeah. when you do go back he'll have those memories yeah hang out with his dad which again is weird <laughs> like let me because like, he does because now you have 
Because now you have your own childhood memories. Yes. And then you have the what could have been memories. Yeah. And now you're like, I experienced technically. But again, which is what Jean deals with all the like all the time from her fucking Maddie memories and shit, too. So like, um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I honestly think and and again, I, I say this as as somebody who's done a lot of work themselves over the years, like I think Cyclops needs to sit, be able to sit still with himself for a little bit yes. before dating anyone else. But I do think ultimately what makes Scott happiest is having a partner. Um. So I, I do think he he needs that as a person. I don't think Gene does. I think Gene is like, no, I'm right. <laughs> and like, I always felt like they're both trapped in that high school sweetheart thing, and it's like, yeah, you fell in love when you were a kid, and then you Branch both out. like, you both yeah. died and been resurrected. Like you both have out. grown, like quite literally grown apart. Like in in many ways, like. Scott has lived an entire life without Jean. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a lot without her. It, it's, he's been it's, dead like three times. Like for he's long, had to move on <laughs> for long periods of time too. Yeah. Frankly, um. So and yeah, and then and then I think Emma right now is is obviously she's getting married to Tony Stark, so she can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. Um. But real quick, I give that book. Oh yeah. Three and a half X's it was fine. I give it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna knock it down. I. I don't. I don't want to do a half star. I feel like it's cheap. No offense, but um, <laughs> you cheap bastard. <laughs> you cheap bastard. No, I think I'm gonna knock it down a full one though because I'm gonna go three because one less X because like there's just too much fucking happening right now, <laughs> and I think each one of these books is gonna get knocked down a star because of that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when we get to the second half of books, um. Before we get to your book, I do. I forgot to do one little quick note. Um, the Ultimate Universe Resurrection. Real oh, quick. Yes. Go ahead. Um, so just so you don't know, the Ultimate Universe is coming back. Uh, Hickman basically is like, I truly want my own universe to play with that no editor can tell me what to do. <laughs> He's such a control freak. Kind of, yeah. And I remember I opened the first page. What was it called again? It's not Secret Invasion. Like... I think it's called Secret Invasion, yes. No, no. Secret War? No. Nope. (laughs) Ultimate Invasion. Ultimate Invasion, yeah. So basically the premise is Reed Richards from that universe, who is currently a villain in this universe, collected all this shit and basically challenged the Illuminati to stop him. And he asked Reed Richards a question. He said, if you were in my shoes, would you let me live? And Reed said no. And he said, that's why I needed to know. And then he goes through this portal and we see Ultimate Universe Spider-Man, who is dead last time we were in the Ultimate Universe. Well, they're all technically dead, but he died. But like the Peter Parker one, right? Yeah, Peter Parker. He was about to get bit by the spider and Reed Richards pops up, grabs the spider and said, oh, that could have been disastrous. And he had the spider in a little vial. So all we know is that he has restarted the ultimate universe, but he's doing it in his image. That's all we know. But that does include the X-Men of that universe. If I remember correctly, the X-Men of that universe are, they were projects. (laughs) They were awful. (laughs) 
but they weren't natural. Like they were planned. Yes. Yeah. They didn't. They thought they were evolution. It was revealed, I think, during Ultimate War that they were planned. And then, like, it was an experiment gone crazy or whatever. So, just dropping that in there in case, like, if they legitimately restart the Ultimate Universe, they're gonna have an X Men line. That was a big part of Ultimate of Ultimate uh, Universe. And I hope you have fun reading it. <laughs> if it's Hickman, you know, I I won't do it. I'm how not doing it funny would that be if Hickman just did all this so he could have his true own X Men comic? <laughs> I would be so livid. <laughs> I would pro. I would stop reading all the X Men books in protest. <laughs> I would stop this podcast immediately. Like I do wonder sometimes, like would Hickman be like, "That wasn't my idea. That wasn't where I was going to go with this." No, because I I've seen him. I and I've listened to interviews and I've and I've read interviews with him, and he's he's not humble. He's not a humble man by no, any stretch. Yeah. But he gives credit where credit is due. Yeah, and he does like. He does like to lift up other writers like yes. he did like Jerry Duggan and fucking Teeny Howard and like fucking v- Vita Ayala. Like these are people that like he was like, no, I want their visions on this team. Like he he built a team that ga- that is giving us still really good X-Men shit. Oh, for sure. Yes. Like, like the one we're about to read right now. Probably the best book of this batch. Like the one we're about to read right now. Yeah, and also the book that made us realize, I guess we have to see what the fuck's happening in X-Force. <laughs> oh my fucking god, do I... I almost put it on my pool list. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not well, doing first it. Well, we should catch gonna, up. I'm, I'm just gonna read the last couple on Marvel Unlimited. They're like I, six months behind. It's fine. Yeah, I've been teasing with getting the new trade, because it's, like it's a deluxe trade, so it's like two to three trades in one book for sure. like 30 bucks. So I've been teasing with buying that. If, I, if it gets cheaper, I'll probably get it. Yeah. Just burn through those. So I'm going to warn you right now. I have a fuck ton of notes on this book. <laughs> <laughs> um, So a- Immortal X-Men number 12 opens with by calling itself chapter 12 and it's called The Idiot. And it stars none other than Colossus. And for those that don't know, your boy here is a, or was, I don't, not as nerdy as I used to be in these things, but I used to be a really fucking nerdy, like Russian literature nerd. Like in, oh, in really? College. Yeah. I never I, knew that. Yeah. Yeah. In college, I was like real into this shit. So the minute I see this, I'm like, oh, fucking shit. What do we got here? So I already got notes going on. So for anyone who doesn't know, The Idiot is a novel by by Dostoevsky, who's a, a Russian novelist. And the main character is uh, a guy who um, he's a he's a prince. He's in court and he's like the only like decent person in this like corrupt society of of monarchy and rich people. And everyone thinks he's a fucking idiot because he's a nice person. Does it sound like anyone else we know in these in these books? Um, and so, yeah, it's it, it's interesting that we're setting up with this parallel. So we basically opening with what we didn't know, which was in X Force. There's a mutant. There's a Russian mutant whose power is to basically write a novel and take control of your life. It appears, and so Colossus is 
under control of this mutant who I believe is under control himself of Mikhail, his his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Colossus is possessed and making deals with fucking Sebastian Shaw because this writer just loves the drama of it. So now we have this threat to Krakoa coming from within. <laughs> yeah, that was a, was a lot. And so Shaw, with with the help of Colossus, hatches this plan to quickly dispose of the the people who are infected with with sinister gene. So who's that? That's Hope, Exodus, Emma, and Xavier, right? Yeah. So four of them. Um, and we have to quickly replace one of these seats, and he he moves for a vote. And so Colossus is like, yeah, sure, let's vote. And so they have the vote. And who should they vote onto the council? But none other than a newly resurrected through magic, she says. The, the precious five didn't have anything to do with this. But Celine is back. The fucking wicked witch of the West herself is back and looking to be on the team. Last we saw her, she was being assassinated by Hope after she just conjured a bunch of magic kaiju to attack Krakoa, thus setting off the fucking uh, goddamn Avengers versus X-Men versus Eternals nonsense. And immediately, Kate is like, I'm sorry, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. We're doing what? Colossus, you're doing what? Um, And Colossus basically is like narrating this story and in He's like, yes, Kate, f- find me here. Know that I'm I'm saying these things to to get like a rise out of you, and like these are not things I would say. And like, basically, like at one point says to her, like, oh wait, no, I'm skipping too far ahead. But anyways, he's starting to poke a little bit at at Kate in a way that I'm like, you say you're under control, but you know exactly what you're doing. So like. Yeah. Which is it, pal? But I think, listener, too, you should know that I um, I personally don't like Colossus. So, <laughs> like, I think he is, I think he is who he is, a, a good-hearted, st- sturdy fucking character of fucking a Soviet. But, like, I, he's, I don't like him and Kitty, and I don't like... Yeah, I don't... I'm not a big fan of his, his naivety in in this day and age like he's been around long enough and for him it's to kind still of a be Clark Kent thing though yeah where it's I'm like... with you but with Clark it's different because Clark is the most powerful being in the entire world yeah he, him being gentle is mercy <laughs> is mercy <laughs> you know what I mean like anyway so that's happening all the while fucking mystique and destiny are like what the fuck you didn't like destiny you didn't see this shit coming like what, what's going on here with the celine shit and destiny is like oh fuck i see it now sebastian's working for orcus and he's like what the fuck are you talking about i know how to settle this rescue will you come in here and read my mind for me it's like okay sure like we're just gonna believe all of this i guess 
And so she reads his mind and she's like, he's clear. And he's like, oh, so you see, Irene, you're wrong. And Irene's starting to doubt. And and so he's he's telling them, like, listen, I got all these votes. They trust me. Kate, why don't you trust me? And he builds up to what his ultimate goal is. And his ultimate goal is to call a vote to tell the world about the sins of Sinister Timeline. About Crazy. Crazy the danger then. about what what ha- we have these people who could be ticking time bombs of of sinister right now. The worst idea. The worst idea. In case, like, what the actual fuck are you talking about? And and so in their secluded room, all the psychics are behaving themselves, and they're not spying like they said they would. But Hope is like, this is fucking stupid. Uh, I'm gonna steal somebody's power real quick, and she does. <laughs> And she looks and sees what's happened, and she's like, oh, fuck, I got to go. And she starts running only to be interceded with by uh, Mother Righteous, who's doing some magic shit. And so she's like, oh, what if I just put fucking Rasputin in front of you right now? And you guys have an epic, epic battle. And so Emma's like, well, if I read Hope's mind, I technically didn't spy so i'm gonna read oh fuck charles colossus has a really bad idea we gotta go and so (laughs) and so they all hop to and uh get in a fight with rasputin and all the while colossus is gaslighting kate into like taking advantage of the fact that she feels guilty about the relationship they used to have for leaving him at the altar. You know, she's dealing with all this fucking guilt. She's trying to re rebuild her identity, find who she is in this new world. And he's guilting her into not agreeing with her. And then he says to her, Kitty would have understand would un- Kitty would have understood. Do you? Yeah. Colossus, the writer made you write that. <laughs> the, the writer made you write that peter okay i don't believe you and so storm <laughs> is seen enough because somebody's spoken pretty ill of her kit kat and she doesn't give <laughs> she doesn't she won't let that shit stand and so she just magically appears as storm does now <laughs> like yeah. a bad bitch she just comes walking through one of those gates like like jade during an entrance dude truly like jade du- during an entrance and she's like peter I have one simple question for you. What the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, even you, you trusted me. And then he guilts her into fucking going with it as well. And so. uh, See, that's the first red flag. Listen, Colossus is a lot of things. He's not a master manipulator in conversations. He's not going to win any conversation like intelligence awards. No. That's the first fucking red flag. Like, that's no. not how he talks. <laughs> fucking most of like most of the English he knows comes from Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so the next thing we do, we cut to Mystique going to Destiny and Dest- and being like, what the fuck is going on with you? And Destiny's like, I don't know. I think this fucking fractured timeline, something's fucked up now. I can't get a hold of what's right, what's wrong, where we are in this timeline. Oh my God, wait, you're going to kill me. And she's like, no, I'm not going to kill you. What the fuck is wrong with you? I love you. Look, listen to this. 
and she plays her the, the recording that Mother Righteous gave them. Again, are you not seeing anything here, guys? Mother Righteous, you guys are just believe you're just listening to this person. You're just listening to yeah, Rasputin. You just are believing these people are these people. They like what is wrong with you? And so they they listen to the tape of Destiny being like Nathaniel, we got to set things back. Uh, I I didn't want to do it because this was the timeline where she lived, and that's what I wanted. And she's like, "Come on, if you're not around, I don't want you." Blah blah blah. They have this reconciling. They come together, and fucking Mother Righteous, who has her claws in everybody because they all said thank you, does her magic, and has Mystique's hand turn into a giant knife. And stab Destiny a la Electra. Crazy. And then dies in her arms. And like the screen, the look, the artist who did this is fucking phenomenal. These close ups of the anguish and fear. And then like instantly resurrecting Destiny. And she's still, Mystique is still covered in Destiny's blood. And she rushes to Mystique and she hugs her. And Mystique's like, what happened? And she's like, I killed you. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm sorry. And she's like beside herself. And fucking Shaw's just standing off in the corner. Your boy, by the way, the guy you fucking love, Nick, he's just standing off in this corner. I see you're not around to defend yourself right now. He's just standing off in the corner. He's like, oh, love is reunited. What a terrible tragedy. Uh, so, um, by the way, now that she's resurrected, you know, she hope brought her back and hope might be infected. So she's got to <laughs> go now. And destiny be like, don't shoot him. He's right. And really, what does it matter? What's one more vote at this point? We're already fucking outnumbered. And so when you know it, they have the votes to move on. And I guess their plan now is to fucking just tell the world about the sins of Sinister timeline. And Storm walks away saying, we'll live with what you've done today, Peter. I hope you're right. And Peter should have known better. He should have known that Storm would just not see through his elaborate ruse of saying, I'm not your playing piece. Oh, yeah. she would know what that means. She'll get it. Like, what the fuck? You're you're just playing at games you're like i don't i don't like it and then it ends with he is trapped in a russian novel it is not a place for hope and then the russian at the end of it is, is russian for chronicler which may be the name of the mutant i think ah uh, okay the guy in the guy writing it so is immortal x-men the best x-men book right now the immortal x-men is the best x-men book hands fucking down yeah. this one is Four X's. Why does it lose an X, Nick? That's because there's too many fucking plot lines happening. That's See, I was going to say four and a half. <laughs> there you are. Yeah. Um, but no, so, I agree. There's a lot of plot, but at least there's so much intrigue with the plot. It, yeah, there is. And then like Colossus. So like I'm I'm skipping over it for brevity's sake, but like Colossus also mentions Dostoevsky's Crime and Punishment. And how he's a lot like the character Raskolnikov, and like, it, it, like all of it is like, okay. You see these parallels, <laughs> maybe because you have more control here than you think you do, Colossus. You think and so? Maybe, and maybe part of you wants to do this because maybe part of you is a sassy little bitch, 
<laughs> and you love this. Uh, it's it's hard because, like I said, there's so much intrigue, and like the true fall of X is the fall of the council first. Like Orcus and everything, all that could be solved if the council was strong, and very clearly it is not strong. I just, so. yeah, I mean, like note I wrote here is there's so much scheming happening. What, like whatever the sh- so we have whatever's happening in X Force, plus we have Shaw. Plus we have Mother Righteous scheming. Plus we have the stuff Sinister already did. Plus now we have Celine, so you know she's got her own fucking shit going on. Plus we have Orcus. Like those are all different plots happening in this single book. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the lot. X the X-Men are their own downfall. They don't even need an Orcus. <laughs> They're gonna well, really, it's Mother Righteous. She's orchestrated all this perfectly. Because of what she did in the future slash past. Yeah, it, it's there's so fucking much happening right now. In retrospect, now we're we're far enough from it. I do think Sins of Sinister, I give it as an event a B because it's actually still impactful. I I, I feel think, like we we walked I, over Judgment Day. I feel like Judgment Day, we just walked past it. Yeah. I feel like I still I feel like I liked it a lot. I think I I don't remember what grade I gave it, but I think I was high uh, slightly higher than you. Hmm. And I and I yeah, I like I felt like there had to be. Like I think I had just the faith in it that like th- there has to be like you there's so much to do from here. <laughs> like So yeah, with the everything happening with the council and immortal, it's it's so crazy and I I really am always like captivated by the drama within the council. And we see, like, what is it now? Now, officially, the council is basically the Hellfire Club. Like, half of it's the Hellfire Club now. Yeah. And how, for my love of Sebastian Shaw. How oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You were, you, so you stepped away when, when I was going over the scene with Sebastian. And I was yeah. like, and so there's this that this moment of this unity. They, like, Mystique is, like, beside herself with grief for having just killed the woman she loves. She still has her blood on her. And Sebastian Shaw is just creeping in the corner like a fucking asshole. <laughs> Your boy, you love him so fucking much. I do. He's the worst. He's I the love worst. him. He's the um, I think it would be ironic and amazing if, like, the end of the council is the beginning of the new Hellfire Club. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, it, it could fucking be. At this point, yeah. So that's fantastic. Next up, we're going to issue 12 of X-Men Red. And when we talk about a lot of things happening... <laughs> Especially things like I feel bad for anyone reading this book who didn't read X of Swords because none of this makes sense. I mean, I read it and I still having to be like, oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. 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 Same. I had a lot of those moments of like, who's that again? Or should I remember that person? Oh, wait, I don't really remember that person. So that might happen in our recap over here. So, yeah, so, it might happen. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try very hard to like use the Marvel the Marvel app and and reread the like the key issues of the X of Swords at least. Yeah, I have the trade somewhere. Yeah, so I can go back because I think um, I think it's it's about to it's about to be relevant again. So uh, oh yeah, definitely a lot. So we cut to the Ivory Sphere where we have um what I white. keep forgetting. I always forget sword. his name. His name is the White Sword. His name is the White Sword, yeah. The sword itself is called Purity. There we go. Yeah. Um, so we're in then, so a little bit of the past. 
because last issue ended with the character from Sins of Sinister appearing in the current timeline on Arako, which is his name is Ironfire. Ironfire. So we know about his character when he's in a state of basically worshiping Storm. But we don't know where he came from, what his origin is. So we get a little bit of that. So basically, he is talking to the White Sword. And he's basically like, you need to go and get help, basically. Tell him what's going on. And essentially, he's like, well, I can't leave you, Master. I've been working with you for so long. I've been traveling. I've, I've died for you over and over again. And he's basically, yeah, yeah, that's all great. But first, let me release you from this servitude. And he basically like snaps out of it. And he's like, oh, man, what is happening? It felt like a dream. Like, I remember it, but it's like all hazy. He's like, yeah, yeah, sorry, man. Um, You were basically my slave for a long time. And he's cool with it. And he it was like, like they were friends. It, it looks he was like, like yeah, he was like, oh, my God, you've gotten older. And he's like, my friend, you're about to get older. Yeah, it seems like when whenever he joined his undead army, it was like a mercy to keep his friend alive, not just like another person. Maybe it does seem like like I feel like they he does mention something like we fought many times or something. So like maybe he just like really maybe they respected each other, but they, you know, yeah. they wanted to kill each other. Yeah. So in the meantime, he's like, but we have to get you out of here before Genesis gets here with her army. Oh, she's already here. They drop their their cloaking or whatever. Not cloaking, but whatever they just the, yeah. the summoners cloaked sure. and, and sure yeah and it's just a bunch of monsters hanging around about to attack the castle and we see the four horsemen united we see death is back from I, he's back from wherever the vampires live i the name always escapes me when i don't see yeah. it in front of my face starts we'll with an s we'll get that answered more next week yes in the meantime will. the um random freak show of the white swords army is also fighting back and pestilence shoots an arrow at one of them and a disease spreads yeah and, and real quick before we turn the page on that man yeah i completely like seeing the summoners i was like oh i remember those motherfuckers right <laughs> like oh yeah that was like an actual big deal for a little bit i think that's when i was like shit i gotta go read x of swords <laughs> um and those early x-men comics like, just those early was one shot x-men comics yeah. that like are really important in retrospect but like yeah. so weird how they were one shots so weird what is so the white sword life. comes out he cures his person's his servant of the disease and he's like yeah i'm here to help be and healed genesis, <laughs> genesis is like where's your sword i want to fight you i want to bring up at least you have a sword you have a chance of fighting me and he's like riding no, a I'm goddamn good. dragon like we're on game of thrones or some shit <laughs> there are three dragons uh, it was like, oh, four, actually. They all got a dragon. So basically, he's like, nah, I'm not. I have a choice. I could fight you and barely hold you off and then hide in my castle. But then I'd be stooping to your level. And I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Pretty good. You know, it's I'm a good way to, to like the white sword. I'm starting to like the white sword again. Yeah. Um, But it looks like Genesis has taken over his castle I couldn't tell, like, is that him and his army or just yes. his army bowing down? He and his army. Yes. <laughs> it says okay. he, it says, it says the staff whispered and after a time, the white sword heeded the call and his hundred bowed with him for mm. they were in its thrall and he was now theirs. Yeah. Uh, Now in hers. Yeah. Hers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But in the meantime, 
The other guy is running away with the sword, slicing people, trying to get out of here. And he makes it to Arako and basically is like, we need to go back now and help fight. And the rest of the team is kind of like, well, we need to now convene with the rest of the council and go and figure out what's going on. And the Fisher King especially is like, stop being arrogant. We need to go do this with the council. And he says, like, I see a lot of myself in him. That's why I'm angry right now. Because we haven't really seen him lose his cool. And this- we really didn't still. He 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 mouthed off, but, like, it was the other that- guy who got. the Iron Fire is the one who got, like, real. Like, he's the one flung the sword around like a maniac. Yeah. And, um, and though Storm and then Storm is immediately like everybody stop and Ironfire is like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. I'm gonna burst like I guess it was is it supposed to be like snow coming through or glass I think it might I, I maybe it's that or like just wind, but yeah, I couldn't tell either. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, listen, he's right. And I did kind of like this moment of like, I'm not trying to demean anyone's trauma. We've yeah, all right? been through trauma and we all understand that. But we have to take a second to breathe and figure he, this out. It's it's a funny scene because yeah, you're right. He's like, Warrior, warriors at rest have still known war. Everyone in this room has been s- steeped in despair and death. And fucking uh fucking Noma's like, well, I personally wouldn't say uh, steeped. And yeah. fucking Roberto's like, oh dude, you've been steeped. <laughs> he died in a cancer universe of alternate Cronenberg versions of the Avengers. He's seen some messed up he, stuff. He, he wrote, he's like, he, fucking Sam's like, you're kind of like a death donut. And do that what <laughs> yeah in the meantime a gate has opened up a gate that shouldn't be able to grow on this land and who walks through genesis and then we see a i was gonna say hologram but like magic hologram of one of the worshipers an astral projection yes thank, thank you. you yes astral projection and yes, a she works for Orcus now, but I guess she was with the cult that worshipped Apocalypse before. Kevin Akaba, yes, yeah. yeah. So we'll get into that soon. So, uh, yeah, and then the book actually ends with the new history of Arako. Uh, Genesis was not impressed. She was not impressed with what she saw in Arako, and I guess she's bringing war and and the the like with them. So, because we're stopping at this book. I will say, so now we have Orcus's plans. Yeah, they're, they're attacking on every corner. We have Genesis with a new well. Co- technically, huh? technically, Genesis is one of Orcus's plans. Yes, but the the but Genesis, that, but Orcus itself has multiple fucking plans. As a matter of fact, yeah. Take Orcus out of it. We have problems with Sentinels all over the city. Yep. We have the drugs being used to make people think they actually make them kill themselves. We have the council falling apart. We have Genesis now possibly leading her army onto the Arako planet, which could undo everything they've done on Mars. Everything. <laughs> everything. 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 And then you have Mother Righteous plotting you have everything Mother behind. And then also another thing Orcus is doing along with those drugs is so there was another one shot book out called like mutant first strike and it's not it's not a great book but the premise of it was orcus basically in the lab created a a mutant like created a mutant whose whole all powers were existed to basically explode when they wanted it to as basically a bomb and it and it blew up the city and 
they were able to spin it like the mutant PR. Nitro? Huh? Did they make Nitro? Basically, but no. Okay. Um, and because part of it was also part of the mutant powers, like after he exploded, it would speed up how fast people like starved to death or got the play. Like okay. had a bunch of different kinds of elements to really maximize the 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 effect of it. Yeah. And um, and so the whole reason they did it was to blame mutants, basically. So like they're they're launching this whole fucking PR campaign as well. And and killing people in the name of mutants, and just glossed over. They also recently just controlled Nightcrawler, and made him go around killing a bunch of fucking dignitaries. Oh yeah. <laughs> so then you have all that. <laughs> what the fuck is happening, Nick? The fall of, of X. There it is. That is what's happening. And How many X's did, did we give? I give this three X's. It's fine. There's just a lot going. Like you said, there's a lot of things going on that made me go, wait, who's that again? Well, for this for this very reason, I'm gonna have to go against my own my own rating and just stick stick with three because I don't feel like I can give this book less than three. No, it's not bad. But I I do want to take a star away because of the same reason I have been taking a star away, but it feels wrong to give this a two two X rating. So I, I'm I'm well, going like, back on my there's own. not too much happening in this book. It's the in idea this very that book. In this very book, it's just the fact that it's stuff we have to try and remember from and, like a and year and a half with, ago. Yeah. I, honestly, like if Genesis just came back on her, her own for whatever reason, but having Coven Akaba uh, Akaba in, involved in it, like Yeah, it's a lot. Come on, man. Do we really need <laughs> all this shit? Like, I'm sure especially in X-Men Red. Because X-Men Red wasn't a book when that other stuff was happening. So if you're only reading like three books and one of them is X-Men Red, this makes no sense. And they're in the Captain Marvel book or I mean Captain Britain book. Yeah. Like they got yeah, there. It would have made fun. more sense to have this storyline start in that book. But because this planet is Arako, at least then. Yeah. Well, we do. If you are reading Captain Britain, we do know that that Coven Akaba is working with Orcus, but I didn't. I, yeah, I don't believe we. it was made aware to us that it was to bring Genesis back so that she would be like, ew. Like, really? <laughs> That's the plan? And then when, next week when we get to the Herald book, like, that's a lot of things happening in that book. Next, Is that next a one week, shot? It's a one shot, yeah. Thank God. There's a lot happening in the book. It's, yeah, it's, it's not bad by any means. It's just it's like, like a prologue, yeah. Yeah, it's a prologue and it's a lot of like, okay, I have to remember this now. Where was this person? Oh yeah, and why is Apocalypse acting like this now? Okay, yeah, where are they? And what's the motivation? Where oh, are yeah. we on on? Where are we on Apocalypse's timeline? Oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> huh. And okay. then, and we'll get to it next week. But like, then I'm like, wait, that was before Egypt. That was after Egypt. I thought this was like the beginning of time. Like. Like I knew it wasn't the beginning of beginning of time, but I thought it was like longer ago than just Egypt, right? Like ancient, <laughs> like even ancient Egypt. Yeah, but we'll get there next week. Anyway, but uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, if you have any comments, please bring it to us. I guess not on Twitter anymore because it's not just a hellscape, but also a hellscape where only the worst people hang out, kind of oh. increasingly. There's a there's one thing there's a couple ways you can do it if you want to reach out if you're so inclined yeah um you can email us at krakoa radio at gmail.com. 
Ooh. And we can we can do that. Or um there is a a thing that some of maybe our younger listeners might not be aware of. Um but you used to like we communicate through like message board type stuff. So like each one of these episodes is posted on our website, GercoaRadio.com, and you can leave comments to all of them. So we could do that too. Back if in the don't... day when we had to rely on getting news and sending information through separate websites instead of one massive aggregator. Yeah. And not but if you wanted to, if, if somebody wanted to do it the easy way, where could they find you on Twitter still? You can still find me at Madman3005. And I'm still currently at Xbrarian. It's Librarian with an X. Yes. And again, thank you guys so much for being patient. Summertime, a lot of stuff in our family life and personal life has been going on. Ooh, we boy. always strive to bring more content for you guys because we genuinely love doing this just for each other because we're best friends, but also giving something for you guys. We're my best friend. Exactly. We love the messages we've gotten from you guys already, and it means a lot to us. So we, st- we still try and give. 110% for you guys. And we have some big news coming out soon, especially when we get to the 100th episode. So please stay tuned and tell all of your friends, even if they don't care about it. Tell even them if again. They don't, tell them. Especially and if they don't care. Especially because then you got to make them care. But yeah. heads up for those when we get to the 100th episode, if you want to be prepared, we will be covering again the entirety of the Phoenix saga. So we're talking when the Phoenix first makes its appearance. Through the Dark Phoenix Saga. So start prepping now. Start doing your homework, kids. Yes. And covering the Dark Phoenix Saga of the animated series and both adaptation movies. Those will be two separate podcasts that we just explained. (laughs) Yes. Those will all be like most likely a three-parter. Our first three-parter? It will definitely be a two-parter. Could most likely end up being a three-parter. I've read exactly two books so far no three books so far in the in the in the trade here that i have in the omnibus that i have and uh i have four pages of notes <laughs> handwritten notes listener handwritten notes yeah so that's where we're going and again like you said join us on this adventure if you have comments about the phoenix saga by the time we get to 100 episode if you email us even if you want to like send us a voice message like a two minute uh I'm not opening I'm not opening any attachments at the email address, by the way. So <laughs> not yet. No, we'll get more into that when we get closer. But if you have any opinions or any questions or suggestions, please reach out and bring it to us. Anyway, guys, thank you so much again for listening. And we will see you next time.